0: Well, good morning to you. It is Thursday, February 29th, 2024. Thursday, February 29th, 2024. Slava, Ukraine. hororium Slava. Oh, and uh, happy Leap Day. It's Leap Day today. Yeah. Um, you know, some mornings I get up and I'm like, gosh, I wonder if there's anything in the news today. Uh but when I got up this morning I knew there uh, yesterday was a huge news day. A lot of stuff happened and I knew there would be a lot uh going on. And uh yeah, you know, I I I've written nonstop for the last 5 hours. So I got it done. <laughs> BVTV, Political Views TV podcast. That's what you google to find me. I'll tell your friends to google Political Views TV podcast and it'll show up right at the top of the search. Man, do I appreciate you so much. I really do, in case I haven't told you that before. uh, If you can, please bring someone with you today or tomorrow. And you can uh, tweet to me or X to me uh, questions or insights or come fight with me at CyberClops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S, on formerly known as Twitter. So, uh, let's start with that uh, war in Ukraine. Uh, Fallout from that false narrative that the West would put boots on the ground in Ukraine continues. I, I use the word fallout for a reason. Putin warned NATO countries of the danger of a nuclear conflict with Moscow if NATO troops were deployed on the ground in Ukraine. Putin, oh, that would be a bad idea. Uh, I, and, and yeah, Putin would be dead immediately. Uh, well, within the 30 seconds, it takes a missile to hit the Kremlin. Uh, Putin said in his annual State of the Nation address yesterday, uh, the West must realize that we also have weapons that can hit targets on their territory. All this really threatens a conflict with the use of nuclear weapons and the destruction of civilization. Don't they get that? A little bit of saber rattling. Uh, The comments appeared to be direct response to French President Emmanuel Macron's suggestion earlier this week that European heads of state and Western officials who had met in Paris on Monday had talked about the possibility of sending ground troops into Ukraine. The French leader on Monday said there was no consensus on the idea, but that uh, that it had not been ruled out. In his speech to Russian lawmakers yesterday, Putin accused the West of trying to drag Moscow into an arms race, adding that Russia was ready for dialogue with the U.S. on strategic stability, but would not be forced into talks. Talks, you say? It's very simple. No talks are needed. Get the fuck out of Ukraine and the war ends immediately, you moron. (laughs) Anyway, he said Russia is united as it faced the threats of international uh, terrorism, called us terrorists and challenges, well, you know, in some cases it's true, uh, and challenges to its sovereignty uh, posed by the colonial West that he said was trying to bring discord to our home. Uh Putin went on in his speech, blah, blah, claiming all sorts of lies about how he's defending his country, blah, 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 but let's just, let's just ask, uh, you know, eh, is it really true or not? France re up the wording. France's foreign minister has suggested that Western countries should be considering the idea that NATO troops should perhaps be deployed to Ukraine in non-combat roles to assist Ukraine. Yesterday, Foreign Minister Stef- Stefane Séjourné in uh, France's parliament elaborated further, saying NATO troops could potentially be deployed into Ukraine to assist with roles such as demining, cyber operations, and weapons production. France's suggestions have been firmly rebuffed by some key European states, but it appears that there is a real growing push among some European countries to at least discuss the possibility of providing more direct military assistance Something that had been previously uh, that had previously been taboo. The Netherlands defense ministry also didn't rule it out uh, on Tuesday, and Macron, along with Slovakia's prime minister, have both said publicly some countries are actively discussing it. There is a dawning sense that Europe needs to do more for Ukraine and figure out alternative methods to deter the Kremlin, especially considering the open secret that Western special forces, at the very least from the U.S. and U.K., are already on the ground assisting Ukraine covertly. Those who support the idea suggest Western military personnel could bolster Ukraine's air defense uh, and free up Ukrainian troops if they were stationed in the rear, uh, for example. Uh, Russia's foreign ministry said yesterday that Russia will take measures against Sweden following its accession to NATO. Russia's uh, spokeswoman, spokes bitch for the foreign ministry, Maria Zakharova, said at a week a weekly press briefing briefing will uh, closely monitor what Sweden does in aggressive military bloc how it will implement its membership in practice. Uh, She said Moscow's military and technical retaliation would depend on the types of NATO weapons and units Sweden deploys, as well as types of drills and strategies it adopts as a member of the military alliance. Based on that, we'll develop our response policy, as well as military and technical steps to stop the threats to Russia's national security. Uh, Last year, Russia's ambassador in Stockholm said the NATO's new members would become a legitimate target for Russian retaliatory measures. What do you think? Should I use, uh, you know, Russian's foreign ministry, uh, you know, spokespitch? Should should that be it? No, maybe not. I don't know. Uh, Biden administration officials met Tuesday at the Pentagon to discuss ways to fill some, some of Ukraine's urgent needs for artillery and ammunition quickly, including possibly drawing down U.S. stockpiles without replenishing them immediately or without waiting for more money from Congress. In the meeting, officials discussed various ways the Pentagon could resupply critical artillery and ammunition that Ukraine is expected to run out of soon, even while the White House request for new funding from Congress remains stalled. The, I, I, they did it with Israel, right? Why can't they do it with Ukraine? And I and I asked that back when Biden did it with Israel. I asked. He did it twice with Israel. Backfilling. Why can't we do it with Ukraine? <sighs> anyway. Um, the discussions reflect growing alarm in the administration that Ukraine is poised to run out of key weaponry in the next few weeks, including 155mm artillery rounds, and air defense munitions. Not all administration officials support the idea of sending a tranche of aid to Ukraine as a stopgap move. Some administration and congressional officials are concerned that such a move would imperil White House negotiations with Congress, particularly House Republican leaders, to get roughly 60 billion dollars in new Ukrainian aid through the chamber other officials are wary of the idea because it could put the US military stockpiles below levels that are considered necessary for sufficient readiness i you know what we got plenty i'm sure of it i, I the the billions and excuse me trillions of dollars in the last 10 years we got to have plenty uh The House is not expected to move on Ukraine aid until late March. But even if that happens, the process is not expected to be swift, given GOP opposition in the House to a Senate bill that passed earlier this month. As I said, Trump's Johnson is blocking it. (coughs) The European Parliament has approved a resolution calling for the transfer to Ukraine everything necessary for victory, including long-range missiles, and frozen Russian assets. Uh, This document was supported by 451 parliamentarians. Another 46 deputies opposed it and 49 abstained. Uh, The text of the adopted resolution notes that the main goal of supporting Ukraine is that it must win the war, thereby preventing serious consequences for the whole world. Uh, The European Parliament says Putin bears the criminal and political responsibility for opposition leader Alexei Navalny's death and should be held for to account. The parliament said in a resolution passed with 506 votes in the 705-seat uh, assembly, the Russian government and Vladimir Putin personally bear criminal and political responsibility for the death of their most prominent opponent, Alexei Navalny. Putin should be held accountable. Only nine lawmakers voted against the resolution. Uh, The lawmakers, probably from Hungary, uh, the lawmakers also called for an independent and transparent international investigation into the circumstances of Navalny's death, which, of course, Russia will block. Stay out of of our internal affairs. Ukraine's President Vladimir Zelensky has tried to drum up Balkan support and promoted the idea of joint arms production at a two-day summit of Southeast European countries, uh, Zelensky told delegations from Albania, Serbia, North Macedonia, Kosovo, Bosnia and Herzegovina, Montenegro, Croatia, and Moldova in his opening remarks at the summit yesterday. We are interested in co-production with you and all your are our, our partners. There are about 500 defense companies operating in Ukraine. Each of them adds strength, but it is not enough to win against uh, Putin. We see the problems with the supply of ammunition, which affects the situation on the battlefield. Zelensky proposed organizing a Ukraine-Balkans defense forum in Kiev or a Balkan capital to nurture arms cooperation, repeating similar I- initiatives conducted last year with British and U.S. weapons companies. I would suggest Poland as a way for Poland to make money So you can fix that, you know, farms embargo that, you know, that uh, grain embargo, the problem that they're having with truckers. Uh, Auditors of Ukraine's defense ministry have found that military units groundlessly paid additional monetary compensation to military personnel who did not participate in hostilities. The uh, ministry's press service has said, in fact, a number of military personnel were in permanent deployment points and performed duties not related to combat operations, but received combat supplements. Uh, The department reported that similar incidents were recorded in military units of the Kiev Zaitomir, uh, Kmelensky, and Poltava regions. The total amount of unjustified payments amount to $186.6 hryvnia, which is $4.9 million. The ministry handed o- over all the audit materials in- to law enforcement agencies. Uh, they will probably have to uh, maybe lower the wages of some of their workers until it gets paid back, I would assume. According to the head of uh, Ukraine's Kherson military administration, Alexander Prokudin, Ukraine has removed five Ukrainian children, two girls and three boys from the occupied territories of the Kherson region. Among them is one orphan. The children's ages range from four to 16 years. We are returning children to free Ukrainian lands. That's what he said, adding that it was made possible with the help of the Save Ukraine organization. Russia's defense ministry has claimed that its troops killed 50 Ukrainian soldiers in the Sinkivka Sen- areas of the Kharkiv region uh, and Turnov Donetsk region in the areas of Andri- uh, Andrivka, Andryivka, Klischivka, Kurd Yumivka and Berestove in the Donetsk region Ukraine lost up to 600 military personnel in the settlements of Burdichi, Ber- uh, Servone, Orlivka and Provomayska in the Donetsk region. The Russian troops killed at least 495 Ukrainian soldiers. At least 105 more Ukrainian troops were killed in Rosyne, Rivnopil, and Staromarorsk areas of the Donetsk region. In the areas of Rabotino, Stepovoy, uh, malt of the Zaporizhia region and Tokorivka of the Kherson regions, there were 50 Ukrainians killed. At least 25 others were killed in the Tendrivska split spit area. Of course, this comes from Russia and cannot be confirmed. Uh, and let's see you try and pronounce them. Russian troops are trying to capture the villages of Ivanivske. Uh, in Boldanivka in the Bakhmut district of Ukraine's Donetsk region, Ilya Yevlesh. The spokesperson of Ukraine's Hort, uh, Horditsiya forces said that Russian army was actively using assault groups, special forces, and raising reserves. Uh, the Russian army continues to attack Ukrainian units on the left bank of the Dnipro River, with Ukraine uh, managing to repel four attacks in the past day, according to the Defense Forces of Southern Ukraine. The forces said on Telegram during the day we received confirmation that the enemy on the left bank has lost 54 occupiers, eight guns, one Muram-M video surveillance complex, one set of antenna system, 10 units of armored vehicles, two boats. Uh, The enemy field ammunition depot has been destroyed." Uh, newly appointed Army Chief Ale- Alexander Sierski has visited troops on the Eastern Front and admitted the situation there remains difficult. Sierski said on the Telegram messaging app, the enemy continues active offensive act actions in many areas of the front line. The situation is particularly tense in Avdivka and Zaporizhia sectors. He said Ukrainian forces have pushed back Russian troops from the village of Orlivka, west of Avdivka, but added that Russian assault units were trying to break through the Ukrainian defenses and capture the settlements of Ton- uh, Tonenki, Orlivka, Semenivka, Berdichy. Uh, Berdy- Ch- Ch- in Krasnorivka. Uh, the armed forces of Ukraine brought down three more Russian Su 34 fighter bombers totaling, uh, today, totaling 12 Su planes brought down in the last 13 days and 13 Russian planes overall, including that A 50U radar, radar aircraft that we talked about a couple days ago. Early in the morning, Ukrainian Air Force commander Mykola Oleschuk reported downing the first fighter-bomber in the eastern direction. He wrote on Telegram, Today, February 29th, is a date that occurs once every four years, but it is already a familiar day for Russians with the loss of another plane. Minus uh, Su-34 in eastern direction. A little later, Oluschok added, They don't seem to get it. Russian pilots draw no conclusion. Today at uh, 9 o'clock in the Avdivka and Mariupol directions, Two more invaders, Su-34s, were destroyed together to victory. At the same time, it is still unclear what the fate of the Russian pilot of the downed Su-34 is. Also, the Air Force did not specify which weapon was used to shoot down the Russian planes. Uh, The significant series of blows against Russian forces aircraft started on February 17th when Ukrainian forces reportedly shot down three Russian fighter aircraft, two Su-34s and one Su-35 over the the Donetsk region. At least one civilian has been killed after Russian troops attacked the village of Yurivka in the Ukraine-Zaporizhia region. According to the head of the regional administration, Ivan Fedorov, he said on Telegram that the Russian military had used guided bombs at about 13.10 local time, 1.10 p.m. local time. (coughs) One person was killed in the town of Siversk and another in the town of Parisny. Of Donetsk region, uh, region's Bakhmut district, according to the head of the regional military administration, Vadim Filashkin, he wrote on Telegram that Russians shelled the populated areas of Donetsk region 26 times in the past 24 hours. Uh, the Russian army attacked a residential area of Mikolayivka in the Kramatorsk district of the Donetsk region with a KAB-500 aerial bomb. According to the Ukraine's National Police Force, eight private houses, a hospital, a garage, and two civilian cars, as well as a gas pipeline and electrical networks were damaged in the city. There were no reports of casualties. Uh, now that I have your attention, 19 minutes in, uh, let's try and fix the rest of the world. I, we're going to go an hour. I, You know, I, I've said that before, but I really believe that today. A lot of stuff going on. Uh, The Gaza Ministry of Health said that more than 100 Palestinians have been killed and some 700 others wounded after Israeli troops opened fire on hundreds that were waiting for food aid southwest of Gaza City. The Palestinian Ministry of Foreign Affairs condemned what it said was a cold-blooded massacre. The ministry said the attack was part of Israel's ongoing genocidal war. It called on the international community to urgently intervene to forge a ceasefire as the only way to protect civilians. People have congregated at, a, at Al Rashid Street where aid trucks carrying flour were believed to be on the way. Verified footage showing the bodies of dozens of killed and wounded Palestinians being carried onto trucks as no ambulance could reach the area. One witness said, We went to get flour. The Israeli army shot at us. There are many martyrs on the ground, and until this moment, we are withdrawing them. There is no first aid. Of course, that's a translation. Translation. Uh, After opening fire, Israeli tanks advanced and ran over many of the dead and injured bodies. The dead and wounded had been taken to four medical centers, Al-Shifa, Kamal Adwan, Ali, and Jordanian hospitals. Ambulances could not reach the areas as the roads had been totally destroyed. The Israeli military initially tried to pin the blame on the crowd saying that dozens were hurt as consequence of being crushed and trampled when aid trucks arrived. And then, after some uh, pushing uh, the is and, and, of course, videotape, uh, the Israelis went on to say that their troops felt threatened by these people that were hungry uh, and, and that hundreds of troops approached their troops, these hundreds of people that were actually trying to get food, and... Uh, And they said, in a way that posed a threat to them, so they responded by opening fire. One Palestinian man said, I have been waiting since yesterday. At about 4.30 this morning, trucks started to come through. Once we approached the aid trucks, the Israeli tanks and warplanes started firing at us as if it was a trap. To the Arab states, I say, if you want to have us killed, why are you sending relief aid? If this Continues, we do not want any aid delivered at all. Every convoy coming means another massacre. Jadala uh, al-Shafi, the head of the nurses' department at al-Shifa Hospital, said the majority of the victims suffered gunshots and shrapnel in the head and upper parts of their bodies. They were hit by direct artillery shelling, drone missiles, and gun firing. You know, it's time for the world to say something against Israel. Uh, Most of the U.N. has, but the U.S. and Biden, that piece of crap. I'm sick of you, Biden. Do something. Uh, the Palestinian Health Ministry said six children have died from dehydration and malnutrition at hospitals in northern Gaza as the catastrophic humanitarian situation in Gaza continues. Yesterday, the ministry said two children died at an al-Shifa hospital in Gaza City. Earlier, it reported that four children died at the Kamal Adwan Hospital in northern Gaza, while seven others remained in critical condition. Health Ministry spokesperson Ashraf al-Khudra said in a statement, We ask international agencies to intervene immediately to avert humanitarian catastrophe in northern Gaza. The international community is facing a moral and humanitarian test to stop the genocide in Gaza. Yesterday, Israel said a convoy of 31 trucks carrying food had entered northern Gaza, far less than what's needed. They need 500 trucks a day. Uh, The Israeli military office that uh, oversees Palestinian civilian affairs Uh, the coordination of the government activity in the territories also said nearly 20 other trucks entered the north on monday and tuesday there, uh, These were the first major aid deliveries in a month to the devastated, isolated area where the United Nations has warned of worsening starvation. Israel has held up the entry of aid into Gaza for weeks, with Israeli protesters start- taking part in demonstrations calling for no aid to be allowed into the territory, even as hunger and disease is spreading. Oh, those nice citizens of the Israel blocking aid for starving people. And you who support Israel doing that, thank you. Right, you can thank yourself, I guess. Uh, UN officials say Israel's month-long war, which has killed 30,000 people in Gaza, has also pushed a quarter of the population of 2.3 million to the brink of famine. Uh, and and that's what. It, hello, more, just like Russia, 1931, 32, whatever that was. Even while committing war crimes. In Palestinian-held Gaza and the West Bank, Israel continues its plan to expand illegal settlements. Channel 13 reports that Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's government will take a series of controversial steps in the coming weeks aimed at further expanding Israel's footprint in the West Bank. Tomorrow, authorities will designate 3,000 dunams, which is 750 acres, of land near the uh, Ma'al Adumim settlements as uh, state land in a step that will allow for the further expansion of the settlement. Next week, the Defense Ministry's High Planning Subcommittee will convene to advance plans for over 3,000 new settlement homes in Maul, Adumim, uh, Efrat, and uh, and Kedar. As announced uh, last week by far-right finance minister Bezalel Smotrich, On March 20th, Israel will designate another 7,000 dunams, uh, which is 1,730 acres of land in the Jordan Valley, as state land. Such designations are not recognized by the international community, which largely views the West Bank as occupied territory. This has been going on for 57 years, and, and the UN has said stop doing it, and Israel continues to do it. Why do you think Israel was attacked? seriously yeah yeah true hamas shouldn't have killed all those people they shouldn't have kidnapped all those people but israel should not be doing this since 1967 israel has been out of bounds and it's time to end it go back to the 1948 borders uh, in fact, I, I, I want to change those borders. Land needs to be taken away from Israel, so so that um, uh, Gaza and the West Bank can be connected to the south, and then connected to the Golan Heights in the north. Take all that land, surround Israel completely, so they only have the ocean. Or, or the um, is that the uh, the the seat, whatever it is. Anyway. Yesterday, top congressional leaders on Capitol Hill struck a partial budget deal to temporarily avert a government shutdown. Leaders including House Speaker Mike Johnson, uh, you know, Trump's Johnson, uh, and Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer Uh, from New York secured an agreement for six funding bills, four of which were to expire Friday. Those bills and their corresponding agencies, which include Agricultural, Veteran Affairs and Housing, will now remain funded through March 8th. The rest of the government's funding will be extended to March 22nd. This will give them a week to make deals on some and three weeks on others, all the while blocking aid to Ukraine. A leader said in a joint statement, We are in agreement that Congress must work in a bipartisan manner to fund our government, which they never do. Uh, The House is expected to vote on a deal as early as today. This is the fourth time this fiscal year that the do-nothing Republican Congress has had to punt for a short-term spending bill to keep the government funded and avert a near-mass shutdown. Uh, This is amazing. Even after the outcry over IVF treatment in the Senate, Republicans are still fighting to take away a woman's right to choose to have a child. Republican Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith of Mississippi blocked passage of legislation Wednesday that would protect access to uh, in vitro fertilization. The measure, sponsored by Senator Tammy Duckworth, a Democrat from Illinois, and brought to the floor for consideration under unanimous consent, meaning one senator could block it from passage, would provide federal protections for IVF. Duckworth would know the importance of IVF. She used IVF to have her two daughters. Duckworth said the Alabama ruling paints women like me and our doctors as criminals and throws IVF access into chaos as countless women and doctors try to figure out whether they might be criminalized for simply trying to create a family. She further called uh, called it a nightmarish blend of hypocrisy and misogyny. She said the very people who claim to be defending families' values are the ones trying to enact dystopian policies that would prevent Americans from starting their own families. In her objection, Hyde-Smith said the Alabama decision did not ban IVF nor has any state banned IVF, which is technically right. Uh, It just... Made it possible that it, that IVF can't go forward. Uh, Hyde Smith said the bill before us today is a fast overreach that is full of poison pills that go way too far, far beyond ensuring legal access to IVF. Senator Elizabeth Warren from Massachusetts weighed in uh, weighed in yesterday, saying, "This has always been about conservative politicians controlling women's bodies. This has been." Uh, Donald Trump and Republicans' plan all along. And the opposition to Senator Duckworth, Duckworth's proposal today shows that Republicans are doubling down against reproductive freedom. They are coming for medi- medication abortion. They are coming for birth control. And they are even coming for prenatal care. Make no mistake. Moving on. Biden and Trump are at the Texas-Mexico border today. This visit, or these visits, would not be needed except Trump got his Johnson to block border funding. Uh, Biden and Trump will both travel to the U.S.-Mexico border today. The, uh, The day provides an opportunity for Biden to try and convince voters he is serious about immigration, while Trump's own trip is yet another chance to shine a spotlight on the issue that has been the central focus of his political career because he wouldn't win unless he could run by using hate. <sighs> um, remember, one of the 14 points of fascism is to blame what your woes on migrants and use hate to motivate voters. Trump is visiting Eagle Pass, the Texas border town, where re- Republican Governor Greg Abbott has defied the White Biden White House by using the State National Guard soldiers to detain undocumented migrants and erect border barric- barricades, including razor wire fences that critics say are inhumane, and several people have been killed because of them. The former president is likely to tout these kind of aggressi- aggressive measures and cite them as part of the reason why border crossings have dropped in Texas recently while spiking in Arizona and California the white house announced biden's own visit to brownsville texas a few days ago and the president's trip is another indication that democrats are scrambling to respond to the area of perceived weakness more than 6.3 million migrants have been de- detained across the us illegally during biden's time in office a high number a higher number than under previous presidencies Though experts say the reasons for the spike are complex, with some factors predating his government. Uh, The Biden camp, and and, and I've said this before, Biden has detained or sent back more migrants by far than Trump did. By far. Uh, The Biden camp has been hitting Trump and congressional Republicans for blocking Senate past bipartisan immigration reform legislation in the House of Representatives earlier this month. They cite claims by Trump that he wanted to deny Biden a victory over the border security as evidence that Republicans are not serious about addressing the issue. And let me ask you, what does a dog do with a car that he's chasing after he catches it? What's he going to do with it? Democrats call the bluff of the Republicans who for 30 years have said we need border security and Republicans blocked it because they still want to be seen chasing that car. Republicans are criticizing Biden's efforts as too little too late. They deride his border visit as a copycat move and they say the bipartisan congressional reform package that Democrats supported would have been ineffective at best. It was a horrible plan that would have banned people from coming across the border. Almost immediately it would have done that. Uh, And that's even though Biden has been trying to pass immigration reform from day one. During Trump's presidency, his immigration reforms were disastrous. When he was president, his early restrictions on immigration from majority Muslim countries, an attempt to implement the so-called Muslim ban... Uh, campaign promise created chaos at U.S. airports and became mired in months of legal battles. A 2018 policy of separating children and parents and families detained at the border was roundly denounced as cruel and led Trump to reverse course. And still, we had even last year, we still had five or 600 children. We couldn't find their parents. Now the former president, Trump is promising that if he is reelected, he will initiate even more intense efforts to combat undocumented immigration, including enforcement of efforts throughout the U.S. and massive detention camps on the border, just like what we did for the Japanese during World War II, which was found to be illegal. Uh, Trump is promising to go into the cities and grabbing migrants to deport. More problems that will be met with lawsuits, yet it motivates voters by giving them someone to hate. While Biden, uh, Biden's there, he will probably add visiting the disasters in Texas with the wildfires that has burned areas in Texas the size of small states. All global warming-related Uh, But don't worry, Republicans keep telling me that global warming doesn't exist. Of course, that's another story we don't need to get into right now. Yesterday evening, after being gone for nearly two years, Democratic Representative Tom uh, Suozzi of New York was sworn into Congress after winning a special election earlier this month that captured the nation's attention to fill the U.S. House seat of disgraced and expelled Republican Representative George Santos. Suozzi's entrance and the Congress further narrows an already slim GOP majority in Congress, which now holds a 219 Republicans and 213 Democrats. That means the GOP can only lose two votes to pass a measure. Uh, Congress currently has three vacancies, one in a safe Democratic district and two in safe Republican districts. Former New York uh, Democratic uh, Representative Brian Higgins resigned from Congress earlier this month. Former Ohio GOP Representative Bill Johnson resigned last month and former Speaker Kevin McCarthy resigned at the end of last year. However, replacement candidates will need to run in special uh, elections so these seats will not be filled until later this year. Uh, Swazi represented a previous version of New York's third congressional district for three terms. He was already there. Uh, He he left when he was running for governor. Uh, Considered a moderate Democrat, Swazi also uh, lost two bids for the party's nomination for governor. He finished third in the Democratic primary against Governor Kathy Hochul last year. In the civil fraud trial for Trump, he had challenged having 30 days to come up with the uh, money to cover the judgment. Uh, Trump yesterday lost that bid to pause a $454.2 million civil fraud judgment against him for overstating his net worth and real estate value to dupe lenders. And that $454.2 million goes up every day. So I don't know. That, that's it's more. It's more today. In other words, Um uh, anyway, this meaning he must soon find the cash or post a bond to prevent New York authorities from seizing his property while he appeals. The decision by Associate Justice Anil Singh of New York's appellate division must be affirmed by a full panel of the mid-level state appeals court. Uh, Singh granted Trump's request for a stay of a portion of uh, Justice Engoron's February 16th decision, barring the former president from running any New York Corporation are seeking loans from the state's banks for three years. And asking for the state earlier on Wednesday, Trump's lawyer said he is unable to post a bond for full amount of the judgment while he appeals and wants instead to secure a $100 million bond. A bonding company would be on the hook for any payout if Trump loses his appeal and proves unable to pay. In their filing with the appellate division, Trump's lawyers said a stay of Engeron's decision was needed because Trump would suffer a irreparable harm if the New York Attorney General Letitia James were free to sell his real estate assets to raise capital to pay the judgment. Should have thought of that before committing the crimes, Right. Uh, The lawyers also said the exorbitant and punitive amount of the judgment uh, coupled with an unlawful and unconstitutional blanket prohibition on lending transactions would make it impossible to secure and post a complete bond. Uh, You know, because he can't go to New York-based banks. Uh, Trump lawyers uh, say a $100 million bond together with Trump's vast real estate holdings and ongoing oversight by a court-designated monitor for the Trump organization would be more than sufficient to secure the judgment. But Singh's decision means Trump may now apply for loans to help post a bond. In a separate filing, James opposed a stay, calling it especially inappropriate given the defendants all but concede that Trump does not have enough liquid assets to satisfy the judgment. James wrote, These are precisely the circumstances for which a full bond or deposit is necessary where defendant's approach would leave the attorney general's office with substantial shortfalls once this court affirms judgment. James also said there was a substantial risk that Trump might not pay up or might move assets beyond her reach if he loses his appeal. She cited that uh, Trump having surreptitiously concealed from the monitor 40 million dollar transfer and Trump's recent announcement that some of his businesses had moved to Florida. Trump is also seeking to avoid posting a full bond during an expected appeal Of last month's 83.3 million defamation verdict in favor of writer E. Gene Carroll. He asked the judge in that case to let him appeal without posting any security or alternatively by posting at most a $24.5 million unsecured bond. So, moving on, a total of 31 states are deciding or have decided pending a Supreme Court decision that under Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, Trump should be on, uh, shouldn't be on the ballot. Different decisions have come down. In a few states, he may be out for the general election, even if allowed in the primary, where that would be challenged. Uh, following Colorado and Maine's decision to keep him out, even in the primary, Illinois has followed suit. Uh, Illinois. Yesterday, Donald Trump has been disqualified from appearing on the Republican presidential uh, primary ballot in Illinois over his role in the insurrection at the U.S. Capitol on the 6th of January, 2021. Yesterday, Cook County Circuit Judge Tracy Porter sided with voters who argued that the former president should be disqualified from the state's 19th uh, uh, March primary ballot and the November 5th general election ballot for violating the anti-insurrection clause of the U.S. Constitution's 14th Amendment. However, Judge Porter delayed her ruling from taking effect in light of an expected appeal by the former president. A campaign spokesperson for Trump confirmed the intention in a statement which called the ruling unconstitutional. The Supreme Court is currently weighing uh, Trump's challenge. To his Colorado disqualification, uh, the justices in Washington appeared skeptical of the decision during oral arguments in the in the case expressing concerns about states taking sweeping actions that could affect the national election. I, you know what? I think the state should be allowed. And if he gets enough delegates in all the other states, fine. Then he becomes president. The Supreme Court has decided to take up Trump's claim of immunity. This happened yesterday. Yeah, a lot of stuff happened yesterday. Quite simply, if they decide Trump is immune, that means they are partisan. I, I mean, I've seen the arguments. It's it's insane that anybody could say he's immune. Uh, Trump cannot rob a bank. A crime is a crime no matter what it is. Committing a crime is not an official act. If Biden went out on Fifth Avenue and shot Trump in the face... Could he claim immunity because he's doing it for the country? And it's not just that. The Supreme Court is aiding and abetting by delaying Trump's trial so that if he does become president, he'll be able to pardon himself. This is a triple whammy because allowing this farce to continue and helping Trump get elected would allow Alito and Thomas to retire under Trump, which would mean Trump uh, could put in Two more justices ensuring a fascist court for the next 50 years. Justice Thomas and Alito want to have themselves replaced with conservative judges, and that means they have a motive to decide in his favor. Uh, and, 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 And please, Thomas should be removed anyway from this case. There is so much politicking going on here, it blows my mind. This fall, Not only is Biden on the ballot, Alito and Thomas are on the ballot. A conservative supermajority for the next 50 years, destroying democracy. Yes, democracy is on the ballot. In 2016, I warned everybody. I told them. I said, you needed to show up and vote for Hillary even if you don't like her because of the Supreme Court. They didn't listen three justices were replaced by trump elections have consequences and there is no bigger consequence right now than the supreme court thomas is 75 and alito will turn 74 a few weeks before the court hears arguments in trump's immunity case they are the two oldest justices on the bench yesterday's partisan action By the High Court, made up of six conservatives and three liberals, plainly gives Trump a new measure of success and buys him more time before possible trial on election subversion in Washington, DC. The former president's strategy of trying to delay the four criminal trials against him is well documented. And in fighting special counsel Jack Smith's case, the Supreme Court has become an ally of sorts despite the expedited schedule. The court said Trump's appeal would be heard the week of April 22nd. A decision could come by the end of June. But for the Trump effort to avoid federal trial before the presidential election, the new schedule injects a new level of uncertainty. Trump may not be tried for his conduct related to the 2020 election before the 2024 election occurs. Filings in the case had been pending for about two weeks, and the delay perhaps suggested differences among the justices on how to handle the controversy Controversy at this threshold stage. <clears throat> Some might have wanted to simply leave in place the D.C. Circuit uh, decision which hewed uh, to past uh, high court rulings. The justices did not publicly reveal how they voted, so a shadow docket decision. And Jack Smith knew this was going to happen in December. Smith, aware of how long resolution of the Supreme Court could take, urged the justices to immediately take up the case. You remember that? with uh, take up the case without intermediate court action at that point trump's trial before the u.s district court judge tanya chutkin who had rejected his claim of absolute immunity was scheduled for march 4th the court should have taken it immediately but the partisan justices denied smith's request in a one-sentence order with no explanation On uh, December 22nd, the case went through the U.S., uh, the D.C. U.S. uh, Circuit Court of Appeals, where the special counsel won, leading Trump's current appeal to the Supreme Court. It should have happened long ago. The D.C. Circuit opinion in Trump versus the United States, which took about a month from oral arguments to produce, painstakingly painstakingly covered relevant precedent as it concluded. For the purpose of this criminal case, former President Trump has become Citizen Trump with all of the defenses of any other criminal defendant. But any executive immunity that may have protected him while he served as president is no longer protects him against this prosecution. For now, it appears that Trump's first criminal trial will be in New York on March 25th. Trump faces a 34-count indictment of falsifying business records. That case, brought by Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg, alleges a cover-up to conceal payments before the 2016 election to adult film star Stormy Daniels, who said she had an affair with Trump Uh, and and, uh, Karen McDougal. Uh, The former president, has denied the affair and pleaded not guilty to the charges. The trial is expected to last six weeks, which would bring Trump's legal team into early May. Separately, a federal case in Florida against the former president over his alleged mishandling of classified documents has been tentatively scheduled uh, for May 20th, though a hearing on Friday in uh, Fort Pierce could change the date and nature of the case. On Trump's, failing social media platform. He was cheering the Supreme Court's action, con- contending legal scholars are extremely thankful and reinforcing his pattern of touting court actions that go his way. Of course, if the court finds against him, he will flip-flop like he always does. Wow, do I have time to finish all this? There's so much. I'm I'm almost done. <clears throat> Remember how Trump Jr. received a letter with powdery substance? It has happened again, except this time to Arthur, Judge Arthur Angeron, the Trump judge in New York. He's the New York City judge who oversaw Trump's civil fraud trial. He received an envelope containing a powdery substance yesterday morning, prompting emergency services to respond to the courthouse. The envelope was addressed to Justice Arthur Angeron. Preliminary, uh, preliminary testing showed the powder was negative for hazarded, uh, hazardous substances. Additional tests are being done out of an abundance of caution. The letter was received in the operations officer of the downtown Manhattan courthouse and affected staff members were isolated until the powder was tested. Additionally, a white powder envelope was received Tuesday at the Albany, New York office of New York Attorney General Letitia James, who brought the civil case against Trump that Angron oversaw. The substance inside the envelope tested negative for anything hazardous and nobody was hurt. Engeron received multiple threats during, before, during, and after Trump's civil fraud trial, including a bomb threat at his Long Island home on the day of closing arguments. Engeron imposed a limited gag order on Trump's statements to protect court staff. A similar gag order is being sought by Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg for Trump's criminal trial, which is set to begin next month at the courthouse two blocks away. After the news of these letters, the gag order has a much stronger reason to be. Uh, Is this finally? Are we finally? Are we at the end? Finally, Mitch McConnell will stay in the Senate until 2026, or until death. But at the end of this year, he will step down as Republican leader of the Senate. As much as I hate that piece of crap, He is a dying breed of Republican who actually reached across the aisle to make things happen. I hate Mitch McConnell with white-hot fury most for being a two-faced little bitch. When Obama was in office, he tried to put a Supreme Court justice in place, but McConnell blocked it, claiming that a president's last year in office, he should not be allowed to appoint a justice. A ridiculous statement. This was 10 months before the election when Obama started trying to put it into justice. Then, after uh, Ruth Bader... Uh, bef- rather, 10 months before January. Then, after Ruth Bader Ginsburg died, even though Trump had lost the election and would be gone in a month, McConnell forced through Amy Comey Coney Barrett. McConnell has no honor, and if we ever met in a dark alley, I'd have some serious words for that piece of crap. On the other hand... He's been trying to pass aid for Ukraine that Republicans blocked and tried to pass Biden's border reform that Republicans also blocked. Both bills, (coughs) both bills were blocked at the behest of their God, Trump. Uh, Replacing him will be a Trump supporter and that's bad. Replacing McConnell. The three Johns are possibilities to replace McConnell, Senators John Thune from South Dakota, John Cornyn from Texas, and John Barrasso from Wyoming. Uh, Any any three are are high contenders for this. I would think a better option for Senate leader would be someone affiliated with the Problem Solvers Caucus, maybe Susan Collins, Mark Warner, Bill Cassidy, or Lisa Lisa Murkowski. Anyway, that's it. 53 minutes. That's it. Thanks for listening. Thursday, February 29th, 2024. Thursday, February 9th, 2024. Man, do I appreciate you for coming. Bring someone with you tomorrow or, or today. PVTV, Political Views TV podcast. That's what you Google to find me. I'll show up right at the top of the search. You can tweet to me or X to me questions, insights, or come fight with me at Cyberclops. C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. And remember... Always remember, government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget that. I'm Peter Lawrence, reporting from Los Angeles.